Thanks for listening to the Campus Collective Podcast. As always, we pray that this resource is a helpful supplement for you as a follower of Jesus and as an active member in your local church. We love God's design for His church, and we believe that this resource could never substitute the incredible things that come from active involvement with a community of believers. Campus Collective is a ministry of Huntington Community Church. To learn more, visit our website at HuntingtonCommunityChurch.com. Hello and welcome back to our podcast series, 95 Meditations Through Colossians. I'm your host, Michael Loveday, and we are here with Kristen. What do you have for us today? All right. Thank you for having me. We are looking at Colossians 3.18. It says, Wife, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Um, wow. <laughs> so being on here, getting to talk about submission with you is super humbling. Um, and because you've seen me struggle, wrestle, and hopefully grow in it since we first were married. Um, and my understanding of submission has just grown throughout studying scripture and throughout um, just time learning and loving more of who Christ is and what he came and did. Um, and I think there's a power in the fact that a lot of us have a skewed view of submission. Um, and so I think I really struggle with this because I was raised by a very strong mother um, and I grew up in a church that didn't model it in the most healthy of ways. And um, I think submission a lot looked like a woman's calling was to be silent and just to follow and obey and not um, understand that the <clears throat> submission is just this action of lovingly um, submitting to someone who the Lord has placed over you. Um, and that doesn't mean that there isn't questions and there doesn't mean that there's not moments that you ask those things. Um, and so I think there's such a power in Christ's life and what he does in submission to the Father and what the Father calls him to do and what he came to do on this earth. And I think there's just this power of learning that and learning that process um, and understanding that as we continue to walk in our time. And um, yeah, I think that often like we can look at submission and think it means obey. And submission and obey are not the same word. Um, and we'll see later on when we're talking about this, we'll see children to obey their parents. Mm. Um, but I think throughout my walk, I've thought that submission meant obey. Like you don't, you just go into this, not having much of a say in a relationship with someone who's been placed above you. But submission doesn't mean that like the actual definition of submission is a voluntary offering of themselves to another and willing support. Um, and, and so I just think about in my D group this year, we've been walking through um, Philippians and Philippians 2, 5 through 8 just talks so much about um, just Christ coming and him being submissive to the Father and his life looking like exactly what God called him to. Um, And then I think about this moment in, in the garden when Christ is just crying out to the father, um, and Matthew and it's just like, in Matthew 26, 39, um, like father, if it's your will, like, please take this and let this cut pass on from me. Um, and so like he could have absolutely submitted, um, to the father and as fitting to him, but there was a moment in, in Christ where he just called out to the Lord and asked if this pass could pass on from him. 
I mean, I think a lot of that, like, is modeled in, like, our walks, too, especially as wives. Like, there are moments where I think um, we can doubt maybe our husband's leadership or church leadership and the people who have been placed above us. And that doubt does not um, discount us from not acting in submission. It just means that we're crying out to the Lord and we're asking for His guidance and we're asking for Him to um, give the answers and to be like, this is what's fitting. This is what I'm calling you to. And I think that's the beautiful thing about submission and sanctification. As you continue in your walk and as you continue in a marriage or in a relationship like within the church, submission looks a lot more like what Christ models. Um, and we learn that and we learn that through his actions. Um, and I think that's the beautiful thing is that you're not going to start out being perfect at submission um, and understanding like the true grasp of it because a lot of us have skewed views of it. Um, mm. And that's the hard part is you're having to dissect that and walk through that and figure out um, what submission looks like because of Christ's life, mm-hmm. not because of what the church is modeling for us um, or because like those are broken people who are trying to explain submission, which is very complex. Um, but as we continue to walk in our relationship and we discover more about Christ and his character and who he is and what he's done and how he's submitted to the Father, and that's the same way that um, we submit to our husbands and then the same way that our husbands submit to the authorities above them within the church, there's this constant overflow that submission is just not applied to wives. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this constant model that kind of overflows. And once I learned that as a believer and as a wife, there was like a relief that being like, oh, I, this is not just something that's placed on me, um, but it's something that the Lord has modeled throughout all of scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and to do it is to look more like Christ and to live a life that um, resembles him in his submission to the Father. And that gives me so much peace um, about that call. Because I think lots of people can look at submission and be like, suppression, <laughs> hand in hand, which is not it. Uh, and so as we learn about Christ and his character, there's just a beautifulness of realizing like the more that I emulate Christ and submission and learn about his life and his meekness, um, there's just like a longing to look more like that instead of wanting to like constantly rebel, I guess, or feel like I have to have the last word or feel like I um, have to have some hand in like the mighty decisions that are above me. Um, but yeah, I just think there's something beautiful about like, as it's fitting to the Lord. And I think that's as we grow as believers, that changes because we know more about Christ and his character. Um, and so as we grow and look more like Christ, what is us fitting to the Lord changes a bit, um, as, as wives and as people who are believers and are called to that. Um, yeah, but it's just a, a complex topic, but I'm thankful to sit here and discuss it and get yeah. a little bit of perspective about that. Yeah, everything you said was, man, it was really good. Um, just wrestling through that because I know culture today has put a very twisted view of that. Um, and I like how you hit on what does obeying actually mean. Um, and I think one of my seminary professors even said one time that it was like trusting and respecting. Mm. Um, so, and, and gave the illustration that Christ is the perfect model of all this, not just for wives, but also for husbands and children. Like he, he submitted to the father to the point of death, um, and dying on the cross. And while we were going through this with campus collective, like Dustin said something that really 
stuck with me. Um, and I think it was something like he was talking about how men can overthrow their responsibility or feel like they have so much power and make the women submit. But in all reality, men are going to be brides a lot longer than they are going to be a groom mm-hmm. because we are part of the church. Right. And so that really stuck with me. Like, I, I think that might have been one of the biggest things that I got from his sermon that night. But, like, that's so true. Like, we as men or as believers, we are going to be brides a lot longer than we are going to be a husband to our future wife or in general. Um, so like that submission is for us as the church as well mm-hmm. and learning to be able to submit to the father and respect and trust that he is in control and that he is loving us and watching over us. Um, but I hope this meditation was encouraging to you, but thank you for joining us. And we hope you join us again tomorrow as we continue our time in 95 meditations through Colossians.